My name is Peter Kivisto. For four years, I was the editor of the Sociological Quarterly. And one of the things that I learned during that time was that being an editor of an academic journal is both a very demanding job, but it's also a really rewarding one. Recently, I've tried to think about what it was that I learned while I was editor, uh, lessons that perhaps might be useful for someone else, and for myself if I ever decide to uh, edit another journal. So what I've done is I've compiled a list of 10 things that I learned as the editor, and I'd like to share those with you. First, I learned very quickly that looking at uh, journal editing from the inside is quite different from looking at it from the outside. From the outside, people see the editor as a person who wields an awful lot of power. And there's truth to that because the editor, after all, writes the final decision letter that seals the fate of a submission. But from the inside, what you feel is not so much power, but a sense of responsibility. A responsibility to the journal, you want it to do well. A responsibility to the society that owns it. A responsibility to the publisher that helps you produce the journal. And of course, a responsibility to all of the authors who submit their uh, hard work uh, for consideration. The second point I learned is, is related to this. I learned that an awful lot of people, especially junior colleagues, graduate students, assistant professors and so forth, uh, look at the editing process as something that's pretty mysterious, something that's opaque. And one of the things that I think it's important for editors to do is to try to demystify that process as much as possible. I know it's very popular these days to have uh, meet the editor sessions at uh, the ASA uh, and at regional uh, uh, societies and at other meetings. Uh, I took part in a lot of them myself and I know that these are very, very helpful for anybody who's trying to get their work published. The third thing I discovered is that um, the editorial process is imperfect. But in saying that, I also discovered that my faith in the blind peer review process was reinforced, not undermined. It was, it was truly reinforced during my years as editor. Related to this, I realized that when it comes right down to it, there are only two types of sociologists. We're different in a lot of ways. We are different in terms of our the theoretical orientations, our methodological uh, preferences, our areas of specialization, and so forth. But as an editor, I came to divide sociologists into two camps. Those that understand that they have a responsibility to in, uh, involve themselves in the peer review process by serving as reviewers, and those who refuse to accept that responsibility. My next point is that I came to realize time and time again how vital it is to have really good reviewers. A journal can't succeed if you don't have good reviewers. People who are capable and willing to produce evaluations um, that are substantive, critical, fair, and helpful to both the author and to the editor. There are a lot of people like that out there. Uh, I, I wish, and I'm certain every editor wishes, that there were more people willing to, willing to take the time and expend the effort to, to involve themselves in the review process. The next thing I learned was that Generalist journals continue to be extremely important for our discipline. And I, and I 
discovered why that's the case. A generalist journal reinforces the idea that we're part of a shared enterprise, and as such they help to prevent an excessive disciplinary fragmentation that can be a real, unintended, and undesirable consequence of specialization. The next thing I learned is that quality journals receive far more submissions than they can possibly publish. Certainly the Social Quarterly received many more papers than it could possibly publish. While we receive our fair share of bad papers, papers that don't deserve to see the light of day, we also receive a tremendous number of submissions, uh, papers that sometimes have problems, and, but they also have potential papers that can be uh, transformed into something publishable. We sometimes have to make judgment calls about whether or not a particular paper meets the standards of the particular journal, and that's a very, very hard call. But one of the things that I learned was that there is an awful lot of very, very good work out there, and we simply can't. No one journal can possibly publish most of what they see come through their door. The next point is this. I, I knew this up front, but I, but I discovered this virtually every day uh, during, my, during my tenure. An editor can't survive without a really good managing editor. That person is invaluable. And an editor would not be, an editor would be a fool not to remind that individual frequently about how much he or she is appreciated. Flowers, boxes of candy, bottles of single malt scotch, whatever works, all of those are appropriate ways of making that clear. The ninth thing that I learned is that it's vitally important for the editor to control as much as possible the timing of the editorial process. One of the complaints that we always receive from, from uh, authors is that it takes forever for the uh, review process to complete itself. Uh, so it's a very important to line up reviewers quickly, to keep on those reviewers, to make sure that they get their reviews in in a timely fashion, and then to make sure that you complete your end of the deal, that you, that you make your decision and write your decision letter in a timely fashion. The final point. The world of academic publishing is undergoing major changes and it confronts significant challenges with, for example, the future of hard copy print versions of journals being very much an open question. There are discussions these days about open source venues, and one could go on with the list of things that are transforming this, this business. Despite the unsettled character of the world of publishing, uh, I ended my tenure as editor with a reappreciation of peer-reviewed journals. I see them as an absolutely vital an essential vehicle for the dissemination of sociological knowledge. Thanks.